Welcome back to the Graham Stephan Show. My name is Graham and welcome to my show. And today we have a really special caller because guess what? He owns a Chick-fil-A. That's right. No one on YouTube so far has come on owning a Chick-fil-A. So we're going to ask him a lot of questions about this because I am myself very curious about what it's like to own a franchise, how you even get started in that, how much it costs to run, uh, how much how much money you make from running a Chick-fil-A. And he also has a few other questions in regards to real estate. So let's bring him on the channel and uh, see what's going on. Uh, so Brad, <laughs> welcome to the Graham Stephan Show. So first of all, this is really interesting. If you wouldn't mind talking to us about, first of all, what it's like owning a franchise, how you get into that in the first place, maybe some background information on that. I've always been so curious, and I don't think there's anyone yet on YouTube is really talking about the franchise business and more specifically Chick-fil-A. And I, I like the uh, the spicy chicken sandwich is, is my favorite. That's yeah, my Graham, that's actually my, that's my favorite too. So yes. yeah, Chick-fil-A is really interesting. It's not about a money requirement to get into it, like say a McDonald's or a KFC. It's more about like fitting their value system that they come through. And I say they hire probably 75% internal. Like me, I started with Chick-fil-A when I was 18, right at, at a high school going through college as I was working towards this. Um, but what, normally what they say is it's harder to get into the CFA for Chick-fil-A than the CIA. So what they mean by that is they get about 40 to 50,000 applications a year. From that, they select 80 to 120 individuals, and that's wow. it. So when I started with Chick-fil-A, it was $5,000, and that was it, to get a franchise with it. Now, that being said, you don't truly own the building or anything like that like you would in McDonald's, but you just have the people there, and then um, how their salary breakdown works out from the franchise fees they take. So as a capital, it's not a lot that's required to get one started. Now it's ten grand. We raised it for the first time in 40 years. So I'm curious, in terms of the building, who owns the building, or is that just a lease that you are responsible for paying, or does Chick-fil-A, the yeah, franchise, it, it, owns it, the it, building? Yes, it's Chick-fil-A. Okay. It, it, yes, sir. It's Chick-fil-A. So you, when you get one, you will pay a 6% rent basically forever. But the great thing about that is, is let's say you're due for a remodel or whatever else. That doesn't come out of your pocket. Chick-fil-A will come in and do that completely for you for free, basically based on that 6% that you've been paying over the course of however many years. And that's six percent of gross sales, I take it, or gross revenue. That, that, yeah, that that's correct. Yeah, so if you've got a hundred thousand dollars that uh, you know month in sales, and they pull six grand out. That's incredible, man. And then it, it, essentially, yeah. you're managing the business for them, and that's what you're really paid for is the the store's performance. Is that how it works? That's that's correct. Yeah. So you get in exactly what you pay out. So you can take a bunch of risk if you wanted to, and schedule or buy equipment or whatever you want to do to make it. What, you know, take a risk. Like we just bought a food trailer that we've been taking to smaller towns. So that was completely on us, and you control your income completely based on sales and how much you're spending month to month. How old were you when you started this up? So uh, I was selected at 24 um, how, to how be an operator now? in a mall. So I'm 32. That's incredible, man. Yeah, man, oh it's, been, it's been crazy. I love that. What are the hours like that you have to work yourself? Is it is it something that you can run like semi absentee, or is it something where you're you're there every day in the trenches? Oh man, so it, it ranges. So, Graham, when we opened uh, my standalone restaurant, like oh man, I want to say the first six months I was working 70, 80 hours a week because we had three team members out of a hundred that had Chick Fil A experience. Hmm. So you had to build that up. And so just to put that in uh, retrospect, now like I just had a little health issue where I had to stay in the hospital for seven days. And the store runs itself. Okay. So I mean, I would say on average inside the restaurant actually working maybe 15 to 20 hours a week. 
Um, but you, you set up your leadership team, you hire the right people. I mean, it's pretty much turnkey at that point. You're, I mean, all I really yeah. do is go in and talk to team members and leadership now, like more of a coaching role than doing like making a sandwich. Do you feel comfortable uh, sharing with everyone what, what the income is like from owning a, a Chick-fil-A franchise? Yeah, I, yeah, I can give you what Chick-fil-A releases um, okay. for sure. So, yeah, so the, um, I mean, again, it, it comes in like, it, it is what you put into it and you get out of it. But uh, the average income of a Chick-fil-A operator, um, I think from the last one we released, was like 380 Okay. And are you allowed to have multiple uh, you are, yeah. Three right now, Graham, is the maximum okay. for restaurants you can own, but that's kind of an extremely rare situation mm-hmm. where you already have two when we build another store like in between your two restaurants. But yeah. right now, two, as our growth is continuing, uh, more and more people are getting a second store opportunity as we're building more um, in cities around town. How does it work with territories? Because I looked into a while ago, not many people know this, and I've never explained this, but I looked into getting a, uh, a frozen yogurt franchise. This must have been yeah. like five or six years ago, and I spent months meeting with people who are in the franchise industry, reading everything online. Mm-hmm. I got so into it. I was showing up at stores, just like checking them out during the day. It was fun. It was yeah. a lot more work than what I realized, but... Um, but one of them, they're very specific about which territories you can get in certain locations. Right. And you can't. How does that work with a Chick Fil A? So Chick Fil A will set. So they're like. So let's take an example. They're building a restaurant that's four miles from my restaurant. So I'm not guaranteed to get that store, mm-hmm. but they will choose the top three best candidates to apply for it. So we don't have any territories whatsoever. So they open a restaurant, and then you can apply for it. And then if they think you're the best fit for it, that's kind of what happens. What else would you want to say to people who might be thinking about getting in the franchise business that maybe you didn't know until you started? Yeah, I think that just know that it's a lot of work in the front end. I think a lot of people see the end result and they think, oh, yeah, you know, you can, I can be on a golf course. I can do all this stuff and I'll just fly in and check on it from time to time. But, I mean, truly to be a good franchise owner, you get what you put into it. And my old operator used to say all the time, you pay for it now or you pay for it later. So I chose to pay for it now when we first opened, and now I don't have to deal with it any longer. That's so smart, man. So my buddy actually ended up getting a uh, a frozen yogurt franchise. I won't, I won't name it, just, just in case he doesn't want me to say this, but I was shocked at the amount of work he had to put in the very beginning. He bought it as an absentee-owned business that should have been generating about 80000 a year. And then as soon as yep. he bought it, uh, basically he had employees start quitting almost immediately such high turnover if he didn't show up for a day or two the the whole place would be trashed because the employees never cared about the business like he did the bathrooms wouldn't be cleaned the the trash wouldn't have been taken out um people are on their phones as people are trying to order and just like texting on their cell phone as they're working uh even if you have cameras he was surprised that like just people don't care or a big one And uh, and this would happen to us all the time. We would have plans to go like we we would go on like Vegas trips and stuff like this, and we would have plans to like leave Friday night to go. We've literally gotten to Vegas, and then he's been like, "Graham, I gotta drive back right now. I'm so sorry. Uh, this employee just canceled, and I have no one to close up the shop, or I have no one to open up the shop in the morning, uh-huh. and it needs to be open." And that's the yeah. franchise yep. life, man. It's just so true. I mean, what you just said there is huge. No one's gonna care as much as you do about your business. Yeah, and then the people aspect—you just can't take it out. Yeah, it's it's the best thing, and it's also the hardest thing about that job. Yeah, that is so true. So, where do you see yourself then in in ten years, twenty years from now? 
Yeah, so um, hopefully having uh, multiple Chick-fil-A restaurants. But like I said in my question, I really want to start like diversifying my portfolio because yeah. it scares me that all of my rocks are in one basket with one company. So really just trying to branch out into real estate. And I've been doing some pretty heavy investing as well. But uh, my grandfather used to own a lot of properties and I got to see that at a young age. So just trying to mm-hmm. think through how to do that now and, you know, 2018, 2019, a lot different than it was back then. I agree. Do you own a house right now or you rent? I do. Okay. I own. Amazing. Um, in what area are you located in? Yeah, I'm in Texas. Okay. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with then diversifying into real estate. Uh, you already own your house right now. I think that's a really good start. You had the income, obviously, to qualify for pretty much, I would say, probably most loans, especially in Texas, especially if it's an income property. Um, right. Normally, I would say to house hack. Uh, but I think you're beyond that point of you have the sufficient income, you already have a house, you're already kind of stable. I would probably look into, I would say, just mid-range apartment buildings, maybe you know four to eight units. I think single-family homes could also be pretty decent in Texas. I don't really know exactly what the cash flow is like on single-family homes. I have a feeling in Texas, probably do a little bit better with just mid-range, four to seven, eight, nine units with a property manager. Buy it, set it, and forget it. Um, Is that what you've kind of been looking into recently? It is, yeah. I mean, that's exactly right. Like looking at like smaller apartment complexes, and then we can do like, they have triplexes and quadplexes out here. But really my question is around... um, so my family, like growing up, got into a lot of debt issues. And so I've been the exact opposite of that my entire life, just seeing that go through. So my question for you is right now I've got like 150000 in savings that's just sitting there. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to pay cash for this just straight out. And where's the best place to park that money for interest to grow when I'm ready to find that deal that I can write a check from? Okay. So, okay, so two things. One, to answer your question. If I were you, I'd probably just ally it, 2.2%. Okay. That's, that's, where I would, that's where I would just put your money. Secondly, I mean, you might, I, I don't want to take the opposite, like the Dave Ramsey approach, because here's the thing. If you're buying a place right now cash, that, that is the most, that's the safest thing that you can do. If you buy an investment property cash, it's all profit. You're never going to have to worry about a single thing. Uh, your overhead is going to be extremely low. My only thing is just, I don't want to tell you not to do that, because I do think that there is something to be said about having the peace of mind of owning a place, free and clear, there's no expenses, there's no mortgage, if everything crumbles around you, at least you have this building paid off, it's always going to be there. I would be very tempted, though, to at least look into getting a mortgage, even if even if you're putting 60 or 70% down. Uh, because I really like, or even 50% down, just, I think that there would be a happy medium between being really, really, really safe, but also leveraging your money to a place where it just, it works in your benefit. The only reason I say this for a few reasons, number one, the rates right now are really, really, really low. There's to me, there's stupidly low right now to a point where it doesn't make sense to, uh, pay cash when you can get a loan on an investment property right now for let's just say 4.2 percent, um, which in real estate is is a write off, and you're in a tax bracket where you need the write offs, and you're being taxed at, at probably a much higher rate than almost anyone else given your income. Uh, you can use those write offs against that rental income, to, and 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 you would have more money left over to buy another place. Um, that's the way I look at it. Is even if you think you get like a let's just call it a four percent interest rate right now, after taxes, 
uh, that really brings it down to like a 2.3% interest rate. And then when you account for, let's just say, inflation on top of that, you're really looking at like less than a 1% net cost to borrow money. And I have a feeling you're getting more than four something percent investing in Texas. I, I, I have a feeling what you're probably getting six to eight, six to seven on apartment yeah, buildings there. I think that's probably right. Yes, okay. Sir. So it makes sense that you would just profit the spread on the difference. Now, again, I, you know, I do believe that there is peace of mind to, to, to have in a paid off building. Yeah. I would just be super tempted if you don't want to take the risk, put 60% down, put, put 50% down and buy two places instead of one and get a fixed rate mortgage, um, no variable rates, no nothing. This is fixed rate, uh, probably on investment. You're looking at probably 20 years is would be probably the longer term, maybe 20, 25, 15, somewhere on there. Just take a fixed rate mortgage and just pay it off over time. That would be my recommendation. Again, rates are too so cheap, and it's a write-off against that rental income, which in this income bracket for you is, is, is worth a lot of money. But again, personal sure. preference right there if – you're against debt and you just want to pay the cash route. I don't think there's anything wrong with wrong with that kind, but kind of there is mathematically. Mathematically, I do think it's incorrect. But if the peace of mind outweighs that, then by all means, I don't want to discourage you from doing that. But that that now I've had my piece. Now I've said it, and I can be like, okay, I've said it. I had to say it. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, man, I've, I've definitely weighed the math like you're saying behind it to say exactly what you just said. Well, so if I did fifty, then I could have two of these versus just one. And how fast that would grow. So, I mean, I, I think that's obviously a good play to do. I um, just I by, would personally yeah. do the two, put fifty percent down, which is a lot, by the way, for for the an investment property. Oh, yeah. I see a lot of people putting twenty five percent down. You could buy four of them, you know. But I think there's a happy medium. Put fifty percent down, get two, continue saving all the money that you're saving right now because you're already doing an amazing job. And if you decide in the future that it's worth paying down early, and you decide three years from now, you think, oh, you know, I made a mistake. I don't like the stress of having a mortgage. I want to pay it off. I think you can probably pay them off very quickly, um, given oh, yeah. your, your income right now, and given if you get the second location, how like fast that is just going to skyrocket your savings. Um, yeah, for sure. So that's what I would probably do right now if if, uh, if I were you. Not financial advice, obviously. <laughs> awesome, Grant. Thanks so much for your time, man. This is so cool. I've been following yeah. you since I think you had a hundred thousand subscribers. It's awesome to watch you. Oh my God. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. And by the way, I think it's so cool who's watching. Yeah, uh, Grant Stefan show. This is cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. And it's and it's trippy to me who's watching. Everyone comes from such diverse backgrounds and the people that I've been able to get to speak to and meet has just been incredible. Like like yours is extremely interesting because I like I can't believe because I love Chick-fil-A. So it's like, oh my God, like I'm just like, this is so cool. Yeah, it's dude, it's been a uh, great company to work for and it's been a Good payoff so far, man. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing going back when I was eighteen. This is awesome, man. Well, thank you so much. Congratulations on all of your success. Fingers crossed you get the second location. I'm, I, I'm sure you will. But uh, thanks again for everything, man. And definitely keep me posted. I will, Graham. Thanks so cool. much, buddy. Take care. All right, you got it. Thanks. Bye. 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 So with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. If you guys enjoy content like this, make sure to always subscribe. Hit the like button, hit the notification bell, add me on Instagram. And again, if you want to be on the Graham Stephan Show, I can have all the details in the description and all the requirements and everything like that. Um, so definitely, it's, it's worth it. Send me an email and we'll go through it and we'll see if maybe we can have you on the show. So if that's something you want to do, feel free. Thank you again for watching and until next time.